We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen, amen. I want to welcome everyone to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's election time. And uh, it's close. You got Trump talking about he's suing everybody, and Biden's talking about just love the world. (laughs) Boy, it's crazy. I hope everybody went out and got the toilet paper and everything they need, water, juice, because it's going to get crazy after they say who has won this election. So you don't want to be out and about, you know, these looters and people that are angry. You know, they don't care. You know what I mean? You know, they're throwing rocks at cars and doing all kind of crazy stuff. So stay in. Tell your children to stay in. Uh, Stay close to the house. Amen. Don't go and try to look to see what's going on and this, that, and the third. You don't want to get caught up in any crossfire. Amen. Glory be to God. We're going to go ahead and open up with some prayer, amen, usher in the Holy Spirit, glory be to God, we give honor and praise to you, Father God, for being the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the great I am, hallelujah, we thank you, Father God, for waking us up to this day, hallelujah, giving us a breath of life that we may be able to be partakers of this day. Hallelujah, doing your will here on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, if we have done anything that goes against your word, your purpose, or your commandments, forgive us, Father. Hallelujah, any omissions or commissions, Lord. Hallelujah, we ask you to forgive us. The Bible says if we ask for forgiveness sincerely from our hearts, that you, Father God, will forgive us. Hallelujah, as far as the east is from the west, Father God. And we thank you for forgiving us. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. Hallelujah, Father God. Now we just ask that the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will have his way, Father God, in this day, in us, to us, and through us, Father God, that we may be able, hallelujah, to walk according to your will and your purpose for us in this day. Hallelujah, God. We give you all the honor, Father God, and we give you all the glory. There is none like you. Hallelujah. Let's just take a little bit of time and just worship God. Hallelujah. For he is deserving of our praise. Wouldn't you say he's deserving of our praise? Glory be to God. Uh, We give you praise and honor, Father God. Hallelujah. We thank you for the word that is going to come forth, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. I just pray that it may come forth. Hallelujah. With power, Father God. 
Hallelujah. Through your spirit. Oh, God, we thank you for this new season. Hallelujah. That we are here. It's a new season. It's a new day. Not the old stuff, fresh anointing. Somebody say, this is fresh. It's flowing my way. Right now, right now in the season of power. Let the weak say I am strong. And prosperity. Let the poor say I am rich.
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I just want to welcome everyone again to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We are still on spiritual warfare. This is part three of spiritual warfare. Amen. We're going to be talking today about who are we fighting and how does our enemy wage war against us? Who are we fighting and how does our enemy wage war against us? How many of y'all know that we're in a fight? And see, this is one of those fights that you 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 can't really run from. It's one of those fights that, hallelujah, you either going to fight or you're going to get uh, beat down. <laughs> one of the two. One of the two, amen. Hallelujah. Uh, before we get started, before we get started, turn your Bibles, or excuse me, not your Bibles, go get your Bibles, go get your notepad, go get your pencil or pen, hallelujah, makes no sense to be on a teaching line and not have uh, the things you need to take notes. How many of you know, hallelujah, the Bible says to study the word to show thyself approved, so as you're getting what's in the word, uh, you have the ability of taking notes and writing it down. Amen. And uh, take some time out uh, afterwards to study. Amen. Get a little bit of a greater understanding from the whole. Uh, that is incorrect. Amen. Hallelujah. So as you're going to get your Bibles, your notepad and your pen. Hallelujah. Why don't you prepare yourselves to turn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 4. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 4. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Here we go. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 10, or excuse me, <laughs> uh, I think I got that wrong, got that wrong. There is no chapter 10 in second, oh, my fault, yes, there is. I'm in, Tim I'm in Timothy, y'all, excuse me. I'm in one of those senior moments, please don't tell nobody. All right, here we go. Here we go. Second Corinthians Chapter 10, verse 3 and 4 reads, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. To the pulling down of strongholds. So first off, let's, let's, let's take a look at Stronghold. What is a stronghold? A, a stronghold is like a, a, a fortress. It's like it's like some some something you can't get out of, or things can't get into. You just stuck there. Have you ever seen one of those scary movies where they're in a in a room and they just can't get out? Nothing can get in unless you had the key to unlock the door to get in. Amen. A fortress. 
How many of you are in a stronghold? How many of you are in a stronghold? What is that thing that you can't stop doing? What is that that emotion, that that thought, that 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 action that that you continue to do? This is a stronghold. But the Bible tells us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty, meaning powerful. For what? The pulling down of these strongholds. Are you pulling down the strongholds in your life? In the book, The Art of War, that was written around 2,600 years ago uh, by Sun Chi, I think his last name, T-Z-U, he said, if you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. But if you know yourself, but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will suffer a defeat. And if you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb to every battle. That's powerful. So you can know yourself, but if you don't know your enemy, you can win the victory down the line. You will suffer a defeat. For every victory gained, you will suffer a defeat. Why? Because you're you're you're, you're shooting in the wind. You don't really know your 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 enemy to know how to get him every time. You just got lucky. Amen. That that lucky sucker punch. You know what I mean? Amen. And if you don't know yourself, nor him, or you lose every time. You're losing every time. Amen. It's very important, people of God, to know who you are and whose you are. And in knowing whose you are, what did he equip you with? We talk about the Holy Ghost. We talk about these uh, 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 the power in the Holy Ghost. We talk about you know the healing and all these things, all this power that we have. You see, you know somebody that knows who they are because they're not going around asking everybody for prayer because they know they got the power within them. Amen. By faith. You, you you know a person who who knows who they are because they're willing to go and lay hands on somebody and say in the name of Jesus be healed. You know why? Because the power is within them. You see, they understand this, so they know who they are. And in knowing who they are, the next thing is to understand who he is, the enemy. Understand who he is. Have you ever seen a boxer that was about to have a match. You see, they have boxing matches. They schedule them three months, four months, five months out. Why? Because they must train. They must watch film to understand how this individual moves. Football the same way. Basketball, same way. They study the opponent. Are you studying your opponent? Do you even know who your opponent is? Amen. You see, listen. We're, we're, we're in a time, people. You see, the, the world now here, let me, let, me, let, me, let me throw this at you. The Bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. See, if we really understood that, a lot of the uh, 
arguments, a lot of the fights, a lot of the things that go on wouldn't go on. Why? Because we would understand that it's not the individual, it's who is trying to overtake and use the vessel of that individual to get to you. Amen? You see, we should love the person and come after the spirit. What did Jesus do? He told Peter, he said that Satan was to sift you like wheat. But, but, but see, he loved him. But what did he do? He said, get behind me, Satan. He went straight to the spirit. Are you going to the spirit and telling that spirit to get behind you? Are you telling that spirit the devil is a lie? Are you just going after that person with anger and, 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 and emotions? Amen. Who are you fighting? Make sure you're fighting the right person. Not, not the person, but the spirit that is trying to take the vessel of the person. You see? You see, the enemy always uses a person that you care about, that you love, that you respect, that you listen to. Because he wants to get to your emotions. He wants to hit that emotional place. You see, you see, you could tell your wife that her hair is jacked up and it would really hurt her feelings, man. <clears throat> but if a stranger told her that, it wouldn't bother her because she has no relations with the stranger. But she has a relation with you. So you will, you will be able to find or take a barometer on how you are around the person closest to you, your wife, your husband. I mean, are, are, are you always arguing? Are you always are, are, are you always angry because they say something? Are you, you know, what's going on? Because it's, it's, it's the enemy using them to get to you, to throw you off, to distract you, to pull you away, to say, ha, 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 see? Uh-huh. Make your, 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 your good be evil spoken of. Amen? You see, you used to be a cusser. You ain't cussed in three months. But your wife or your husband then got you to a point to where you just 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 went in like you just got off a, off a fishing boat, amen. You see, and then what the devil do? Ah ha 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 ha! Laugh at you. He got you once again, amen. Listen, a couple things y'all need to know. The devil is real. You know, there's people that believe the devil is it, it, it's it's a it's a made up fairy tale. There's people that believe that, amen. The Bible uh, and Jesus and the apostles speak of him continually, continually throughout the Bible. Some of us have had personal experiences dealing with not Satan, but his adversary. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. He is not God's equal. He's not God's equal. He is a created angel who rebelled against God. Turn to e Ezekiel. Go to chapter 28. Let's take a look at uh, verse 12. Ezekiel 28. And let's look at verse 12. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's, let's back some of this stuff up with the word. Amen. Hallelujah. 28 and 12. And we're going to go on down. To 16. All right, Ezekiel 12. Excuse me, Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel 28, 12. 
I had I had it back at the oh my goodness. I must be my age today, y'all. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. If I find out, I'm coming after you. Amen. Here we go. All right. Ezekiel 28 and 12. It says this. Son of man, take up your lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Though has been in Eden the garden of God, every precious stone was they covered, the sadras, topaz, and the diamond, the burial, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbon, the gold, the workmanship, and thy tarbert, and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day thou was created. You see, thou was created. You see, he was created and he had beautiful stones all over covered him. Beautiful gold and diamonds and sapphires, but he was created. He's not an equal. Okay? Amen. Now, his character is described in scripture through his names. His name, Satan, Lucifer, the deceiver, the liar and the father of lies, tempter, accuser, the dragon, the devil, the adversary, Beelzebub, the evil one, murderer, prince of this world, serpent, an angel of light. He, these are characteristics of Satan, characteristics of Satan. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How does he operate? How does he get to us? What does he use? Hallelujah. What does he use? Hallelujah. The world, he uses the world against us. He uses our flesh against us. He uses our emotions against us. He uses our memory against us. And he uses fear against us. Just to name a few. Just to name a few. The world against us. Go to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 18. Let's see what Matthew has to say. We read uh, 18 through 20. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaks within, or which speaks in you. The pressures to conform to the world can be powerful. You see, this this is what it had to do. He wanted him to conform to this world. So 
Hallelujah. We get insight into the built-in conflict that exists between the world and the kingdom of God. You see, the kingdom of God and this world, we are in this world, but we're not of this world. So as we are not of this world, we ought to be living by a different standard than of the world. But the world around us tends to pressure us to take part in the world when we know that that is not what we are called to do if we are believers, true believers of God. Amen. The flesh upon us, loving God and loving others is the key to winning over the flesh because it is the, uh, uh, um, how can I put it? It's the flesh of us that, uh, that self-centered nature comes from our flesh. Me, 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 me. We don't know French. We, 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 we don't know that. We know me, 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 and I, the flesh. Amen. Amen. You see, and as we continue to uh, go through these months and years, we can see that the me, me, me is becoming more, more, more. You see, as the food prices go up and, and, and things begin to take place and and happen and this and that and the third, people are not going to want to be giving and loving. If you recognize, see, they're trying to take giving and loving and supportive and all of these type of characteristics out of the world. And they want us to just be selfish, self-centered, egotistical, prideful, arrogant. This is how they want us to be in the world. But we're not of this world. So why are we giving in to characteristics that do not fit the spirit of God that is in us. Amen? Hallelujah. The emotions within us. Emotions were meant to be the responder to facts of life. They were never meant to be the facts themselves. Ooh, let me repeat that. Did you get that? My goodness, emotions were meant to be the responder to the facts of life, the responders to the facts of life. They weren't meant to be the facts themselves, your emotions. Just because you feel something means nothing. Did you get that? Just because you feel something, it means nothing. When you allow your feelings to determine your actions, you have lost the battle. The enemy got you. Boom! He got you. Don't go by what you feel because your feelings will change 3,559 times .9 in a day. They're always changing. Be, be upset. Be, be just totally upset and then get a phone call, somebody saying, you just won $5,000 and let's see if you stay upset. Amen? Don't move by your emotions. Here, let me share something with you. I'm, I'm not going to charge you for this one. This one's free. Listen, Satan wants to hit you in your emotional place. Why? So that he can get a reaction out of you. He wants you to react. 
God wants to hit you in your spirit. Why? So that he can get a response. There's a big difference between reacting and responding. See, a reactor in a radio, when you turn it on, that reactor goes bling, boom. It's moving, right? There is no thought. It just goes. When you respond, you sit back, contemplate, think a little bit, make a move. See, you if you don't have time to uh, recalibrate your mind and you just reacting, you're going to find yourself not being sorry, but saying sorry many, many, many times. Amen? But when you're able to respond to people, when you're able to respond to places, when you're able to respond to things, you'll find yourself moving in wisdom. Why? Being a believer, you're listening to the spirit of God. You're not listening to the emotions of the flesh. My God. Mm. The memories. Memories. Satan uses our previous sinful actions. Often those that, that we did before we came to Christ because he wants to get us caught up, jacked up all over again. He wants to convince us that we are still under the domination of sin. Have you ever been delivered from something and you went back to that thing? And in your mind, you're like, man, I was never, maybe I was never delivered. Maybe, maybe, you know, he you, you starts playing with your mind to where tries to pull you back in to make you think that God didn't move in your life. When God did move, you just decided to move away from God. Amen. But God is such a good and merciful God. All we got to do is move back. He's waiting for us. Amen. Your old nature has passed away is what the Bible says. Behold, all things become new. The old nature it has been crucified. It's no more. You now have the Holy Spirit. And you have a new nature. This is why you have the. And how can I put this? You have the ability to renew your mind because of the word of God the new nature, and the new heart, you see. With a mind full of mess, it's going to take a renewed mind to uh, the word of God to smash down, to overthrow, cleanse out, renew what it is that you used to have and make it new. If some of us look back at who we were and what we did and how we thought, and you look and see at yourself today and just just look at your thought process, you'll see that I don't even think the way I used to think. I don't think about the things I used to think about. Every now and then, the enemy throws them at you to see if you're going to react. But they're, they're dead. They're no longer. Romans 12, 
Let's go there real quick. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Hallelujah. Romans 12, verse 1 reads, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, fully acceptable to God, which is reasonable service. But do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God from a renewed mind from a renewed mind you can prove to those people that used to see you when you was doing your thing out there you can prove from a renewed mind that you are a renewed person that you are not the same person you know it's something how people just want to keep holding on to the person you were when you ain't that person no more. You know, the Bible said Jesus said he couldn't even do any miracles in his hometown because they was looking at him like he was a carpenter. He was not the man of God that he was called to be. The God, the King of King and the Lord of Lords, they couldn't see that. And because they couldn't see that, didn't have any faith in that. So he couldn't do any miracles. But there were some a couple few that believed that he was the Messiah. Hallelujah, and he was able to heal them. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at a couple of other things here. Everyday tactics. These are everyday tactics, y'all. They, I mean, we get hit with these every day. Some of us, we do good, and we're able to, 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 to uh, cast down all vain thoughts and imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. We got to pull them things down. Amen. We got to really look at them from an honest place. Amen. Guilt. There's no condemnation in Christ. So why are you feeling guilty? Understand the difference between guilt and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. There's a difference between guilt and conviction. Guilt makes you feel bad, makes you want to go hide in the room, close the door. Amen. Conviction makes you want to get on your knees and ask for repentance. Don't get them mixed up. Anger. Anger is usually a sign that you didn't get your way, meaning that you're acting like a baby. Amen. You didn't get your way. But even when it is a legitimate response, you know, sometimes it's okay to get angry, but not to sin. So sometimes it's a legitimate anger. You have a right to be angry, but don't go off. Don't open your mouth. Go sit somewhere. Go take a walk. Don't open your mouth because I'm going to tell you, when you open your mouth, you ain't going to like what comes out. Even if in your mind you say, I'm going to be pleasant and I'm going to, you know, don't, don't, don't do it because, see, that's a trick of the enemy. Because as soon as you open your mouth and they open their mouth, then everything shifts. Okay. So best thing to do, keep your mouth closed, take a walk, cool down, come back at it. Amen. Pride. That's a big one, y'all. Pride. Obadiah chapter 3. That's a good chapter to read upon. That's pride. The pride that is in your heart 
has deceived you. Is what it says in Obadiah. Amen. Pride assures our defeat because we are already deceived before Satan even shows up. We're already deceived because of the pride. We think we're more than, greater than, better than. We're deceived. Amen. We need to wake up and cut the matrix. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Mm, yes, Lord. It means that we try and win the battle in our own strength, which guarantees failure. It means that we're trying to do things in our own strength when we don't have no strength. Amen. When it comes to fighting a spirit, we have no strength of our own. Amen. We must call upon the Holy Spirit. We must call upon his power to move accordingly to overcome what is trying to overtake us. Discontentment and envy. Discontentment and envy. How many of y'all are discontent? How many of y'all are envious? Amen. How many of y'all are envious or discontent? In a prosperous and materialistic culture, discontentment from comparison is often the leading cause of spiritual defeat. Did you know that? Everybody want to be like somebody else. They want to have what somebody else has. You know, everybody puts on they, what they call it, Sunday's best, and they walk in. You got the whole family, you even got the kids matching. You got the girl wearing a hat, same hat the mom got on. The son wearing a, a brim, same brim as the dad got on. And the kids ain't nothing but three years old. You know, we got got to look the part, you know. Got to look better than Joneses. You know, God ain't worrying about what you look like on the outside. He's worrying about what you look like on the inside. Amen? Glory be to God. My God. Hallelujah. Don't envy somebody else. You don't know what their life is like. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know what their mailbox look like. You don't know if they if they using a if they using a credit card that they done ran over and over. You don't know. You know. Just be satisfied with what the Lord is giving you. Be satisfied with what the Lord is giving you. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Unforgiveness. Forgiveness. It's the language of heaven. Forgiveness, the language of heaven. Forgiveness is the key that unlocks all the hurt and bitterness of your heart. Forgiveness is the essence of the Christian life. Forgiveness. So, if it's the essence of a believer's life, then unforgiveness is what the enemy wants to keep us caught up in. So, how many of y'all can sit back right now and maybe count on your one hand how many people you need to forgive? Be real. 
Go forgive them. Worry about what they did. Go forgive them. Some of us got some people from our childhood that we need to forgive. Parents, uncles, nephews, people, employers, ex-girlfriends, ex-wives, ex-husbands. Forgive them, folks, man. Live your life. Because all it's doing is holding you up. You ain't doing nothing to them. They living their life. You stuck like Chuck because you don't want to forgive. Unrepentance and habitual sin. We're going to end right here. Unrepentance and habitual sin. We're talking about how the enemy gets us caught up. The everyday tactics that he uses to keep us bound in the stronghold. Hallelujah. That we're in. The stronghold. Amen. For example, you got you got greed, gluttony. Uh-oh. Well, they're talking to me now. Gluttony, drunkenness, drug use, impulsive spending, ladies, lust, and laziness. These are habitual sins. It's like, you know, I know I'm doing it. I know it ain't right, but I can't help it. You know, I got this thing about, you know, I tell my wife, I said, I'm not, I'm not eating after 6 o'clock, but something about that 9.30, 10 o'clock time, it's like I'm going to the refrigerator. I can't tell you what. I tell you, that gluttony spirit, I'm going to tell you. Yes, I'm telling on myself, how about y'all? I know y'all got something going on here. Listen, when it comes to these things that have created strongholds in your life, resisting temptation cannot be passive or active. It can't be. We must take the initiative in winning the battle. We must take the initiative in winning the battle. You see, for me, see, eating that 9, 30, 10 o'clock meal and this pandemic, and I done gained all kind of weight. So now I got to work with taking the weight off. It's like a credit card. It's easy to go into the store and run up the credit card. But guess what? It's going to take some time to pay that credit card off, right? Same thing. Hallelujah. That's what I'm dealing with. What you dealing with? You know, you're dealing with greed. You got a greed problem? You know, I, I hope and pray we ain't got nobody still on drugs. But if so, that's okay. God's going to deliver you. Amen? Now, you got that compulsive spending problem. I mean, they get some money in their hand and they go out as fast as they come in. Amen? Or what about that lazy person? They just want to sit back and play the Xbox. Play football, golf, or whatever game. Hallelujah. They say, I'm going to take advantage of this unemployment and this pandemic and just sit back and play the game. Who is that? The habitual sins, they become strongholds, people, that Satan uses whenever we start to be effective in the kingdom. My God. See, when you start doing some things to his kingdom, then, bam, he comes with one of them uh, habitual sins. You know what I'm saying? Start calling things up in the past. Amen? Trying to get you caught up once again. See, good habits can overcome bad habits. It takes 28 days to create a habit. It takes 28 days to release the habit. This is why people go to treatment for 28 days because they can come out and they can create a better habit. 
Now, I don't know why people sit up here and put down folks, because we all got to have it. We all got something we do. Amen? It's just some, the consequences greater than others. Hallelujah. The Bible says we're supposed to love God, and we're supposed to love people. So love people. Look at yourself and look at your habits. Stop talking about other people's habits. Look at your sin and not their sin. There is no no, number 10 to number 1, level 1 and level 10 sin. God is sin is sin. A white lie is just as bad as murdering somebody is what the Bible says. So we need to get back to the basics because the enemy is eating us up. We sit up here lying and manipulating and cheating and doing all this kind of stuff, and we think that it's okay. It's not. We being used, we being beat up, knocked out, tore up by the enemy. It's time to fight, people. It's time to fight. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give thanks, praise, and honor, Father God, unto you. Hallelujah. We thank you for this word that has gone forth. I want to just give those that are on tonight an opportunity to share if there's anything that they want to share upon the line. Hallelujah. Or if there's a, a word of encouragement, something that touched them. Hallelujah. This is your opportunity. The line is open. Brother. Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to share some encouragement because, you know, the elections and everything that's happening in our country and, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, from both sides, they're worried about who's going to win, who's going to lose, who, you know, this and that. And um, I just remember... um, you know, reading uh, recently that we're supposed to watch and pray and that, you know, God delivered, if he delivered the Israelites from the Egyptians, he delivered Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. He delivered Noah and his family um, before the flood came. We have to trust the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible says that we are in this world, but not of this world. And so many of us are fearful, caught up in our emotions based upon this election. When our king, our president, he sits on the throne. We don't have, there is no four-year election. He sits on the throne for eternity because the kingdom (laughs) that we come from, hallelujah, is not here in this world, it's in heaven. Now, should we Absolutely. should we should we pray for our the leader here on earth? Yes, we should because whoever is going to be, God placed him there anyway, so it don't matter. Mm-hmm. You That's know. right. So, Amen, Amen. Thank you for bringing that up, Amen. Anyone else? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? And I want to. Amen. Is Crystal on the line? Yeah. Uh, is, Crystal, are you on the line? 
Amen. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Okay. How is your foot? Um, it's I don't know what's wrong with it. It's just it hurts really bad. Okay. So I'm gonna go back to the first question. How are you? <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm in pain. There we well, go. I'm blessed. Amen. Amen. We're gonna pray for that foot. Let's pray for that foot. People of God, if you can touch and agree with me. Amen. We're going to pray for her foot. We're going to call for healing upon that foot. Glory be to God. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we command healing to come upon that foot now. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We call forth the anointing power of the Holy Ghost to take overthrow the pain that has come yes. upon her heart that yes, she will feel no more yes, pain. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Amen. How's your foot feel? Um, I have it. It's wrapped right now. I went to the, I went and got a wrap. So it's, it's wrapped. I like have pressure on it. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Well, okay. Well, I decree and declare that when you wake up in the morning, your foot is going to be 100% okay. I want you to call my wife and let her know that your foot's okay. And when you call her and let her know this, I'll have my tennis shoes on because I'm going to run up out this house. And I'll probably <laughs> run to your house. Amen. So okay. you make sure you call okay. her and let her know. Now listen, now listen, now listen. This can only take mm-hmm. place by faith. Okay. By faith. So yep. I'm going to attach my faith with your faith. My wife's going to attach mm-hmm. her faith with your mm-hmm. faith. Yep. And everybody on this line is going to mm-hmm. attach their faith with your faith. Your Amen. foot. So when you wake up in the morning... There will be no pain. There'll be no swelling. Everything will be a okay. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. Every Amen. Every has to obey us because we are filled with the Holy Spirit. They have to obey us. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And tell those wonderful children of yours that me and my wife say hello. Okay, my my daughter Ariana's on the line too. I gave her the number and she's on listening oh, too. Oh, hey, how are you doing, woman of God? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. Right. God bless you. Amen. I just want to pray a, a a quick prayer over her. Hallelujah, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just give thanks and honor and praise. To you, Father God, what you are doing, even to the up and coming generation, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord. I pray, Father God, that as Ariana goes forth, Father God, even on tonight, that your peace, Father God, will fall upon her. Amen. Glory to God. That the fire of heaven, Father God, will enter her. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Mend, Father God. Hallelujah. The hurt. 
Hallelujah. I call back every fragmented piece of her soul. Hallelujah. Out of darkness. Back, hallelujah, into position. Hallelujah. That she be made whole in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord. Don't let the enemy take your joy. Don't let the enemy take your joy. Don't don't let the enemy take your joy. I see that. that, that, And and I hope you heard the word about emotions. Don't don't react to your emotions. Don't live by how you feel. Because your emotions will lie to you. Walk by faith, not by sight. Walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. 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 That's so Amen. that's so that's so encouraging too because nobody knows but um all like today she's been struggling really bad with um anxiety and she like texted me before Bible study and she's like, Mom, I'm having anxiety really bad. She's like bad to where like I feel like I you know, can't catch my breath or breathe. And then mm-hmm. she came in my room and laid next to me and I was like, Well just join the Bible study and so she got on. Amen. 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 Yes, just just trust God. Trust God. Amen. Remember, you are not of this world. You, you know, we're here, but we're passing through. Amen. So there's nothing upon this planet, upon this earth that can harm you because of who you are and whose you are. You see, when you truly understand who you are and whose you are and what you possess, you see, then you'll rise up and and you will use what it is that you have based upon Mm -hmm. who you are to overthrow all of come and get you entangled in worry and stress and sadness and, 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 and depression, I, I see like a slight mm-hmm. depression, you know, these type of things. You know, read your Bible, read your word, listen to gospel music, listen to up, up uh, encouraging things, to encourage mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And if you need to, give my wife a call. You know, she'd love to pray with you, and she has a lot of wisdom when it comes to you women. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen. We love hey, you all. Hey, oh yeah. Um, it's What's Mary. That? Hi. <laughs> hey, Mary. Okay. Um, I just need um prayer for strength and um for my family and um just to have protection and peace. Yeah, during this time, especially with um where I'm in Seattle right now, so it's a lot of a lot of um like fear in the atmosphere so mm-hmm. yeah i feel it thick over here all right so i i'm a, this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna have you pray and we're gonna okay. touch and agree with you okay sounds good so so okay. you pray and we're gonna touch and agree with you okay because and okay. the reason why i'm doing this the reason why i'm doing this is because you're anointed and you're appointed to speak a thing, and by faith, okay. 
it'll take place. So we're gonna to touch and agree with you and by faith watch it watch it watch it move. Amen. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything you do and yes, are going to do in our lives. Yes. Sir. And my family's life and everyone on the line's life. Um I know that you have a plan with everything we are going through. You have a plan, and there's a reason for everything. It's going to help us become stronger and be able to go after anything that you want us to go after. And, Lord Jesus, we trust in you with every day and every step, every moment in this world. Lord Jesus, we know this world isn't our home, and we know that you are going to get us home on your time, and I'm grateful that you are getting the people that don't know you right now, because I know maybe Mm -hmm. even a billion people came to Christ, or millions at least, came to Christ in the world because of COVID, And, and I pray for the people affected by COVID and the people that have died and for their families that have mourned and everything. I know that partly the pain of it since my sister caught COVID, but she got healed through you, God, and and everyone's prayers. So, Lord Jesus, continue to help everyone, bless everyone, and strengthen us. Give us shalom. Give us unity, no division. I pray for Trump and Biden. Lord Jesus, you know who's going to be president. Let us not worry. Let people not worry. And let them know that the president is not going to save you. God is going to save you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, let's put our trust in God and not in man. Because we're all humans and a man... Yeah, and man, man is yeah, Lord Jesus, and continue to hold on to us every night as we slumber. Give us peace and joy, and no anxiety, and guide us every step of the way, and protect us from negative thoughts that the enemy throws at us that are not true. Everybody, everyone lives, every life matters on plant planet is in and I pray for the racial tension in the world right now too. Lord Jesus, I need you to come through for us. And I believe you, you will. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Now by faith by faith it is done and it is so. By mm-hmm. faith. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else that has anything they'd like to share? I just want to say hi to Mary. I think I met her at your place. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. Thank you. That was beautiful. Hey, sir. Thank Glory you. to God. Amen. Well, we're going to go ahead and go over the announcements here, our weekly schedule. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things I do want to let you guys know is if you want to listen to this message again, which I would highly recommend. You can subscribe to our podcast. Um, You just go to Anchor, 
A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash M-B-K-I and subscribe. Or you can go to Spotify and type in M-B-K-I Ministries. You can go to uh, Google Podcasts. We are all over the place. Just type in MBKI Ministries. We'll pop up, subscribe, and listen. All of our messages are on there as well as our YouTube channel. Uh, you can type in MBKI Ministries and all of our services of the past and uh, present are on there as well. Hallelujah. Now, today, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, we have our Bible study kingdom encounter. Amen. Uh, the 515-605-9839 number, hallelujah, will get you right in. Now, one of the things you can always, if you're on a PC, you can always click on the picture that is on Facebook if you follow us on Facebook, and that will allow you to just sign right on in from your PC, uh, or you can call the number from your cell phone, whichever is more convenient for you. Friday, we have our beta mentoring conference line, same times, same number. What we're doing here is we're uh, inviting uh, seasoned uh, people. We're inviting individuals that are just coming up, anybody in between. We all need a place to where we can exercise our and build confidence. Amen. Hallelujah. So you can go outside and do what God has called you to do with confidence and boldness, knowing that the Holy Spirit is within you and using you. Hallelujah. Saturday, hallelujah, at noon Pacific, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern is our Hour of Power prayer line. My wife, Prophetess Donna Baxter, has this up and uh, she goes in. Let me tell you, she goes in. Now, the number is different. This is the number for the women's ministry. So uh, if you have a pen, you can write this down, or you can go back, listen to the recording, and get it from there. It's 727-731-4401. Amen. 727-731-4401. Hallelujah. And on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, and 9 p.m. Eastern, we have My Brother's Keepers, our men's ministry. And right now we're going through a series called The Measure of a Man. Amen. Hallelujah. A mature man has particular qualities, and these qualities are in the man, but these qualities are also in a leader. Amen. Hallelujah. So to be a mature man is to be a a great leader. There's a lot of people in leadership, but they are not walking as a mature man, which means they're, they're kind of doing some things are, are walking in their emotions or, you know, uh, uh, responding to things in a way that a mature uh, man wouldn't. So, you know, we must mature. The Bible says in the book of Acts that they look for uh, mature leaders and from 20 characteristics that we got from the Bible, if men will apply this to their life, they will be a changed man, a leader in their home, a leader in their job, and a leader in the church. So those are our announcements. 
And I'd like to say if there's if you guys have been blessed by this ministry, hallelujah, and you want to give, you can always go to our website at mbkiministries.com, hallelujah, and uh, click on the donate button. And as the Holy Spirit leads you, uh, we are uh, moving in, trying to build uh, a podcast station, hallelujah, here and a couple of other things that we are looking at doing. Uh, It all takes finances, ministry costs. The word is free. Amen, but ministry costs. Glory be to God. So I'm going to um, get ready to close out. If anyone has any last words they'd like to say. Uh, thank you, guys, for having this. Uh, to God really be all the glory. It. To God be all the glory. To God be all the glory. Thank you, Lord. Just thank God for giving us the ability to to do such and, and um, deeming us uh, trustworthy enough to share his word uh, with his people. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right. If all minds and hearts are clear, Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we give thanks and honor to you. We thank you, Lord God, for the word that has gone forth. I pray, Father God, hallelujah, even with those that are listening in other countries, Father God, those that will be listening in days, weeks, months, years to come, Father God, hallelujah, that they may be blessed from this word, Father God, that you will stamp your anointing upon this recording, hallelujah, that it will change the hearts and minds, Father God, of your people. As we separate from one another, but never your sight, Father God, I pray that your spirit may go and continue to minister to the hearts and minds of your people, Father God. And until we meet again, Walk by faith, not by sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Everyone be blessed. Be blessed. We love you. Thank you, guys. God bless you, everybody. Bye. Happy holidays.